welcome, friends, to an all-new episode of Heart Health Consciousness with yours truly, Laura Bender. Uh, So this week, I catch up and speak with my yin teacher, Danielle Mercer. So she's an international yoga teacher trainer who travels around the world sharing her passion for cultivating mindfulness through yoga and meditation. So she highly emphasizes and embraces the importance of being able to express our innate individuality and teaches her students tools on the mat that they can use to better deal with life. So thank you so much again for listening, and I will meet you on the other side. Enjoy the episode. So good afternoon, Danielle. How are you? Yeah, good afternoon. I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. Um, So we were just um, kind of reminiscing a little bit before I started recording that um, it's been about just over three years since I took the training with you at Toledo Yoga um, for uh, 20 hours of yin. And um, I was just, the, it just kind of came up in my Facebook memories, I think recently too, which also kind of brought me to like, wow, I can't believe it's been three years. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah. to kind of even introduce you a little further. So I, to the listeners, um, yeah. So a few years ago, this was kind of like at the beginning of my own teaching journey. Um, I had developed interest in just, um, you know, not necessarily vinyasa style practices. I kind of liked leaning towards restorative and towards yin. And this is kind of where it, it kind of all came together for me, I guess. Um, so I had taken a training with you back in 2018, which was beyond me. For me, it was quite an interesting year. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, from that point, I've been, I have been teaching a couple classes here and there, uh, offering this, uh, this practice to everyone, but um, I'd like to turn it over to you. And um, so if you wouldn't mind maybe telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you actually found yoga. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, yeah, I really can't believe it's been three years um, <laughs> and since you, you know, took that yin training. Um, But yeah, I am a yoga teacher and a yoga teacher trainer, um, which means I have my own curriculums that I've created and I travel around the world. Well, used to travel around the world, not so much in 2020. And I share them with different yoga studios and and students. Um, So my journey to finding yoga um, was probably quite similar to a lot of your listeners, I would think, in that my lifestyle was quite hectic. I was in a very demanding job. Uh, My lifestyle was very uh, fast paced. I didn't really ever incorporate stillness or, or breaks into my daily routine. And I liked things that were very physical and very intense. So I did a lot of work on the physical and kind of left the mental and emotional stuff, you know, put that to the side because that's uncomfortable, right? (laughs) It's easy to deal to work on the outward stuff. So that's what I did for a really long time until I was probably in my early twenties. And I actually stumbled into my first yoga class on accident. I um, was, it was at a gym and I, I thought I was attending a body pump class and thankfully that I misread the schedule and it was, it was a yoga class. And 
it was a dynamic class. Uh, thankfully, I don't think at that point in my life, I could have um, prepared myself to sit through a yin class. Uh, mm-hmm. Just was not there yet. Uh, but I took the class and I can't even say that I enjoyed it. So I don't know if that <laughs> makes me a bit of a hypocrite you know what? for how much I the, love it now. You know, but... I, can, I can actually relate to that. I had a very similar experience. The very first class that I stepped into um, the studio, I had no idea about anything about yoga. And I was kind of like, I'm going to try this. And I did. And that I had that similar reaction. I was kind of just like, okay, well. Um, I'll try it again, but I wasn't really sure any, you know, that the whole spiritual thing was not even a concept in my mind at that point, (laughs) but yeah, I completely agree. It was, (laughs) it was just so outside of anything I was used to, uh, very foreign to me. And then particularly the Shavasana at the end, that's just like, you know, why are we laying here? Just get up and go, you know, (laughs) what kind of places to be. Um, so what I will say about that particular class is I left and I felt, I guess lighter would be a good word. I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't care to go back really, but I felt lighter and that did intrigue me. And throughout probably the next year, I dropped into a few periodic yoga classes, you know, with friends or something here and there. And I, I don't think it was until like my 10th class or something. I mean, it's been a long time, but it was quite, quite far into, you know, having, practiced a few times since my first class. And that's when something really shifted for me. And I think, you know, people that have practiced for a while can all relate to the first time they had that synchronization of mind, body, breath, like that, that mind, body connection for maybe the first time in their lives Mm -hmm. kind of clicked. And I just, I mean, it really was from that class on, I was hooked. I have a a bit of an obsessive personality. So it was like every day, seven days a week. And it, it was not again, um, yin or meditation. It was dynamic, hardcore vinyasa or ashtanga, but that style of yoga took me into my first yoga training, my yoga teacher's training. And it was during that training that I was just really drawn to, how much this can change people's lives. And I, I knew that, that, that was it for me. I, I quit my job in pharmaceutical sales. Uh, and I, I continued on with my training journey, um, and traveled all over the world to do my personal trainings for myself. And I, I learned so much and, you know, eventually, as I'm sure we'll get into, you know, that took me into yin yoga and that's really where my passion resides now. But I ultimately was just so drawn to this because I, I just think that generally people really want peace and happiness and we spend our entire life seeking. And for me at least, and a lot of the students I teach, I know that this helps get us there. I'm not going to say it's the answer to everything, but it really is something that leads us in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. So touching on that. So yeah, again, you were my um, first official yen teacher. So, so your story with um, just on your, even your website as well, your story and with your introduction to yen, um, you know, it's very similar to mine. So um, like, you know, being from that perspective of having a very powerful practice, having that, you know, not having this, not having the stillness, not necessarily, it was very active. Um, 
So what inspired you to really dive into that practice and then later to go on to teach it? Yeah, again, it was something, um, something new to try. I was in a different country and, you know, just, okay, yin yoga, go in, um, didn't see much of the point even during the class. <laughs> I really, again, it was one of those things I tried it, didn't really know what I was doing. And it, it took a lot of research. Again, at that point, I was quite far into my yoga journey. So I really wanted to just understand about all the modalities and the, the science behind and the philosophy. And so some research on my behalf and trying enough yin classes with different teachers until I found someone that could really articulate what was taking place internally so that I could see the clear difference between yin yoga and any other type of dynamic yoga and also from yin yoga and just stretching like after a gym workout because it is completely different it has a completely different intention it targets um you know completely different tissues within the body and ultimately it's really the only time at least for me outside of meditation that i am sitting in a space to cultivate awareness because I don't have any distraction. And I think that's what really deters a lot of people from yin yoga is not that it's boring, like we like to think it is, or that physically we're, we're moving our body into these shapes that are uncomfortable, but emotionally it's intense. There are things that we distract ourselves from 24 hours a day, right? We're either sleeping or we're awake and distracting. And in, in that instance, you're, you're not distracting and things come up and it's real. And that's what I feel is so amazing about yin in that it, it really is so much different from any other modality of yoga, because even dynamic yoga, while it can, it serves its purpose and it's amazing it is another distraction. You're moving, you're, you're, it's intense, it's, it's, um, it's physical. And so you don't have that same outlet to cultivate awareness um, like you do in yin. Yeah, that's, that's exactly kind of, uh, you know, and I think, you know, when I, when I found that practice, that's probably, you know, there was something that was guiding me to it. And, you know, honestly, I think it was, I needed to get rid of that distraction. I think I had so many of those things around me already. You know, I was a runner. Um, I had, uh, was just trying to, you know, and I'm just a new teacher as well. So you're, you're focused on just, um, preparing for the next class, not necessarily even thinking far enough ahead to, well, how am I doing inside? Um, but yeah, I think that was a welcoming distraction for myself to kind of get yep. into that element. Um, so how would you say that you would take those elements of yin and practice them just in your day to day, like off the mat? Yeah. So yin teaches us a lot about the difference between reaction and response. And as you're sitting there and you're, you're literally putting your body in a state of stress um, or, or discomfort. And we know that we are faced with stressful situations all day, every day. And before yin, I was very reactive, right? Reactive is that initial, the anger flares up, or you say something you, you, you have to take back later, that, that initial kind of trigger. And after practicing yin for a while, you can take a step outside of yourself and kind of watch the anger rise and then decide 
do I want to give into this or do I want to swallow it or, you know, breathe through it and kind of decide how I outwardly would like to respond. And I I just, I think that's so important because reactiveness gets us in a lot of trouble and actually causes us even more pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. So when you're responding, like that is awareness, that is mindfulness. If we could go throughout our whole day and just be responsive, taking those one to two seconds. And that's really all it is to stop, to watch and think about where we want to go with what we're feeling. It's really, really powerful stuff. And like I said, you know, earlier, it's, it's been life-changing for me. And I, I know several of my students as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And actually this is uh, a practice that I um, have been have actually been teaching a lot more of and yeah, I just, I've fallen in love with it again too, I think. Um, and then also just working with the students with that are going through the My Vinyasa practice training. And um, I actually had a student recently, she, she's very inquisitive to begin with, but I mm-hmm. must've gotten like about 10 questions, like in within a week period of time about different elements of yin. And I just, I enjoyed, just enjoyed answering them because it was kind of like taking me back, you know, a little bit within and having to kind of really um, dive into like those, um, technical aspects of it too. Um, so I I always, Oh, sorry. I always say that. Yeah. Yin yoga is like catching up with yourself the same way. If you hadn't seen a friend in a very long time, you would grab a coffee, catch up. You wouldn't go years and years with a close friend and never speak or never catch up. We do that with ourselves. We never stop. We never ask how we're doing, how we're feeling, how we would like to respond to a situation. And so it's it's important. You get to know yourself better. And that is, I mean, really important when you step off the mat. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this is the question I've been kind of asking all of my guests. And, you know, everyone has a different experience. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of the experiences are very relatable. Um, so what would you feel is one valuable lesson that you were, had learned during the pandemic, which is still ongoing technically, but um, <laughs> I would say maybe 2020 was like the year that we have to kind of look back upon and be like, what, <laughs> what did I get uh, out of this? <laughs> just one lesson, right? Eh? No. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's probably a lot more than just one, but one that kind of sticks out to you. Let's put it that way. One that really sticks out to me is um, just the importance of having a tool that is yours to bring you into balance no matter what. It doesn't even have to be yoga. It doesn't have to be meditation. Maybe it's a daily walk outside. Maybe it's a little bit of breathing or, or reading a motivational quote in the morning. Something that you do daily. and it it's just for you and and for your mental health and your well-being and you know when you do that it forces you to kind of check in with yourself and you notice when the equilibrium is feeling a bit off and you notice oh i haven't done that thing lately so it's just something to always bring you back because so much happened in the past year that we cannot control. And I think we've all learned that hard lesson. Like you cannot anticipate, you cannot control. The only thing we have is what's going on inside of us. So just have something that cultivates well-being internally, not externally, but internally would be my takeaway from 2020. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, I think that kind of sums up um, a lot of people for sure. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Danielle. I appreciate you giving your time and your energy today. Um, So have a great rest of your day and and hopefully we'll get to catch up soon in person. You know, hopefully there'll be trainings in Toledo where that can, um, I would love to come to Bahamas, but you know, sometimes that's still kind of questionable as well, but, um, but yeah, thank you again so much. I really appreciate your time. Yes, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. Have a beautiful day. All right, you too. Thanks. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Danielle. And as always, don't forget to share, review, and subscribe. Be well, my friends.